Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we are here with Laura Z. Laura is a very special guest who um, is here with some beautiful angel stories. And as uh, we were just hopping on to the podcast, um, you know, I was talking about uh, there's this male energy coming through and um, with a young boy. And so we're going to talk about this today. We're going to bring through some messages because there's a lot here. But um, Laura, I'm going to have you first start out by diving into your first angel story. Hi, Julie. Thank you for having me. Um, So my brother, he passed away um, this last September 21st. Um, I received a call that evening um, that he had a so when I got the call, I knew I had to tell my mom, I had to tell her in person, and I needed to tell her quickly before um, the coroners got to her. So um, I called my sister and we went over to her home. And um, so by the time we got to her home, it was probably about like 12. So my mom immediately knew something, something wasn't right. Um, she opens the door, she, you know, starts asking, well, her mom's okay, all these people. And I thought that was a little strange in the moment because she had always been worried about my brother always like if she didn't get a text back from him or a call she'd call have you heard from him (laughs) and so the fact that she didn't say anything I thought was a little strange to find out a couple days later she never asked for him because she felt that he was there she just couldn't see him she thought he was standing behind my sister so she felt like he was there that's why she didn't mention him so we go inside the house we tell her um I walk away to go just kind of go to the kitchen just to take a break and when I'm in there I feel I apologize. I feel my brother um, hugging me and he was about six, five. He um, had these like long arms. I'm about five, four. So his hug was very distinct. And I just feel him hugging me. I, I almost feel like my head is laying against his chest and he's just comforting me. I feel his comfort and it feels so real. But then in a second, I steal that away from myself. And I say, I'm just remembering his hugs and I move on. By the time I get home, it's morning time, about like three o'clock. I go to lay down. I don't think I'm going to fall asleep because I'm just so full of grief and anxiety. But I do and have this um, dream or, I don't know, experience um, where I see a long, um, a long table, almost like a formal dining table. And 
and I'm looking at it from one end. So I'm looking at it from one end onto another end. And at the end is my grandpa who he passed away about two years ago. And um, he feels, I don't see him talk or anything, but I just like feel that he feels really surprised to see my brother. And um, he also immediately feels concerned for my grandma who's here on earth. And then when I glance at the table, there's other people and I can't figure out if I just don't recognize them or if their face are, is blurry or what exactly, but I feel like they're a male presence. And then on the side, I can't see it. So it's like, I don't have the power like in a dream to like turn or, so I just have like this view. And on this side is my father who passed away about six years ago. And he, I don't hear him, but I like, I, I feel what he's saying. And he's super excited to see my brother and welcome him. And at that moment, I'm not sure if I realized, oh my goodness, what am I seeing? Or if like he kind of just let go because when I woke up, it felt very real. And I just hit me like, oh my gosh, I just saw him reach the other side. And he is so happy and at peace. And I felt like, I felt so good. Like just so happy, so many happy feelings run through my body. And just like, and peace, which was weird given the situation. I was not at peace. And, um, and so I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what I witnessed. But then I once again, steal that away from myself and say, that's just my imagination. Um, just, you know, some kind of trying to comfort myself. Yeah. And um, so. Then I Let's talk about this a little bit. Um, because uh, what I keep seeing is your brother wanting to talk about his passing. He snaps his fingers um, like his passing was very sudden and unexpected. And um tragic in a way where I feel like there's still some questions around his passing of what happened exactly. And um, he he comes through very clearly. And he said this three times since you and I hopped on the call that there was no intention behind his action whatsoever. Like, like, totally 100%. Yeah. Um, and so he needs to make sure because here's what happens when somebody passes and we don't know exactly what happened. That egoic mind guy within our heads can kind of creep in and bring up all these what ifs. What if this happened or what if this happened or what if he really took his own life? And he said, mom needs to hear. Mom needs to hear that I would never have ever done that to her or to you or to the family or to his girlfriend, okay, um, that it was not intentional whatsoever. Now, when this egoic my guy comes in and starts to do this to us, we can say, you know, um, what was it? He was so happy most of the time. And he said he was that he keeps saying that he was really happy go lucky most of the time, but he could also go to a place of deep sadness. And that's what your mom connects to of like, well, was this going on? And he like just wasn't talking about it. And he goes, there was none of that. He said, my life was in a really, really good place. He keeps taking me back to his heart and um, he keeps showing me that there was something going on heart wise. I don't know why 
you know, we all go in for checkups, you know, once a year around our birthday. Um, I And we have when as we're women, right, and we get to a certain age, we have mammograms. I don't understand in our society why we don't have regular cardiology checkups, because to me, it would make so much sense that we would be saving so many lives to just have these regular specialized checkups in different areas, Um, just like we go in for colonoscopies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. He said there was something going on heart-wise. And I don't know if something that he took reacted because he's also showing me another person um, who I've brought through from the other side before who just took a combination of different things that she did not know where would interact with negatively with one another, like a couple of over-counter prescriptions. And um, I think it was a Red Bull or an energy drink. And the combination of different things impacted her very negatively. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but it was something to that effect. And he he keeps showing me and bringing that person into my mind and saying that there was something very similar, but then it impacted his heart in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my um, my gut has always been like telling me since the beginning. I mean, of course, immediately my mind took me to, you know, the worst case. But then I don't know. I just kept on getting this feeling that it was his heart and it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has so many different messages. Um, So, Laura, you and I talked about this before, and there's a couple of different directions he's going with this, but he keeps showing me the little boy. And when I had said that at the beginning, before we even started the podcast, you said that you'd been seeing this too. Mm -hmm. But as we've been talking, he's been showing me more. Um, Do you have the little boy? I have a little boy. Yeah, he's about six years old. Okay. Was he really close to him? And I don't look at this where it's like, like a uncle has to be close to a a nephew because they're gender roles, right? It has nothing to do with this. He just keeps showing me this little boy, but it's associated with you. They were close. They felt like a connection in the sense of um, my son is like the only boy, like cousin in like a sea of girls. And He's kind of like the same way, the only boy in like a sea of girls. And so he'd always be like, oh, I got you, Tony, like relate with him. <laughs> um, it's interesting because I see him, your brother, on the other side looking out for the entire family, but really taking your son under his wing and really helping mold him and helping shape him. Um, are there hair is like their hair color the same? And is do you see like the same mannerisms come through your son? Because one of the signs sometimes um, that spirit brings through is that you'll you'll catch a glimpse of their personality, their mannerisms come through uh, another person in some way. And so he said, when you see that in your son, know that's a sign from me that I'm trying to connect with you mm-hmm. at that time. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Most recently, I've been like accidentally calling him by my brother's name. <laughs> that's so funny. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I know you have more angel stories. Let's dive into those. And I'm going to let your brother continue to bring in more information because I know there's messages there for your sister, too. Oh, yay. <laughs> um, so 
um, a week has probably, so I have the dream and then maybe like a week later, a friend of mine brings me flowers to the door and a card and I'm reading the card and it's a really pretty card. And at that moment, I hear a, um, a loud noise coming from the kitchen. And, um, but it's like almost like a, I don't know how to describe it, like an energy or vibration. I don't know. It was just really loud. And I look over because it gets my attention and I have a pint glass on the kitchen table and it slides over about a foot on the table and it's thrown onto the floor all by itself yeah all by itself no one there and I'm like okay was there an earthquake checking like and like nothing but it was like just a loud like vibration if you will that got my attention and looked up and I see it and I immediately I mean scream because it like you know scared the heck out of me then I cry because I realize it's him and then I just start cracking up because like he was is just like him to try to scare the heck out of me and then it was like okay I got the message try to explain this one right like, like I'm trying to contact you I'm trying to say goodbye like stop like you can't ignore this one so that one was really I was like okay I accept it all right, all right yeah um that's awesome and is there a third story that you have too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah tell that one so, so then um when um so another like so this is basically two weeks now that he's passed and um I I am volunteering for my brother, my son's kindergarten class. And um, he had, you know, it was like the first time in forever because of COVID that they're allowing parents to volunteer. And he was super excited. I was not up for it, but I just couldn't let him down. But I'm like trying not to cry all day because I'm like, I don't want to go into a kindergarten class and, you know, be negative energy. So I get in the car and sure enough, I just start bawling and I hear a voice it's my own say, okay, that's enough. Now you need to stop. And I know it wasn't me because I didn't want to stop. I was, I know it sounds silly, but I was, I wanted to be in my grief. I wanted to cry. I wanted to be stopped. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, deep breath. Right. And I volunteered. I had a beautiful day. Um, you know, just so amazing. And then the next day comes and I start going back to that, you know, that place again. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to do something. I need to do something about this. So I get on um, podcast and I'm like, okay, podcast for grief. And I see Angels and Awakening pops up and I see it and I'm just like, okay, let me give this a try. And it's an angel story. I probably give it three minutes and I'm like, I'm not looking for an angel story. I have plenty of those, you know, it's just not going to make me feel better. And I move on and I keep on looking, keep on looking and I'm not finding what I want, but I keep on seeing Angels and Awakening. And at this point now I'm like arguing with myself, like, Oh, listen, I'm not interested. <laughs> and then I hear this voice just start from the beginning. And so then I'm like, okay. So I scroll all the way down to the first one. I listen to it. And immediately it was like this feeling I never felt before where it's like, you're just where you belong. I don't. And, um, and then I hear your story. Um, you share your dream about um, your father and originally and then I just have like you know chills and because I had had a visualization dream about my father when he had passed and when my father passed we weren't talking either and it just hit me like I'm not crazy I'm not making this up because so many times like it felt so real to me but I just like I thought I just have a wild imagination and as confident as I seem I believe it I don't in the back of my mind I'm like what if I'm a fraud? What if I'm making all this up? And it was just like, oh my gosh, no, other people experience this. This is real. And I just knew I'm like, okay, I need to work 
my brother wants me to work on all of it. Like I'm the only way to get through my grief is just to kind of work through everything, not just him, my father, work on it all. And um, I started listening to your podcast and listening to the meditation like three, four times a day. And it just like, oh my, it was just a transformation. It helped me so much. I never thought I was going to get out of that. And I did. Friends, when you buy a ticket to one of my upcoming events, you're not only learning more about your angels, but you also get to support this podcast. In February, we're going through the Oneness course all together. This teaches you the basics of connecting with the other side. On February 26, I'm teaching a workshop called How to Become an Expert at Automatic Writing, which is another fundamental tool in connecting with your loved ones and angels in heaven. You can sign up for my course, Angel Communication Part 1, which begins March 1st to help you hear, see, feel, and know the angels on your spirit team. On March 7th, I'm leading a group healing event on Zoom called Surrendering to God's Healing Hand with Archangel Sandalfun. And on March 26th, I'm teaching a workshop event called Signs and Angel Numbers, a divine guide to clearly understanding your angels. Friends, angel members automatically get access to all of these courses, events, and more each month. We're closing the Angel Membership registration on February 28th. To join the membership or buy an individual event ticket, visit my website, theangelmedium.com. Friends, thank you so much for supporting this show by making a purchase. Now let's hop back into this episode. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm excited for you, Laura. Thank you. And then um, really quick, talking about my my son and my brother. So he had sent a couple of gifts to them. And um, one of them was when we were getting ready for the services, um, his girlfriend had found, um, like she was on his computer looking for pictures. And she said, oh, I found a letter that he wrote for your daughter for her 18th birthday. And he said, oh, my gosh, that's so beautiful. She's like, yeah, but... I don't see any for, you know, your son. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, don't be sorry. Like, she was the firstborn. He probably did a long time ago. No worries. And when my sister um, was getting ready for the services, she had ordered, um, like, bottle openers. And they said, um, basically, his name and his um, date of birth and date of passing on it. And she had ordered about, like, 50 of them just to kind of, like, a remembrance gift for people. And in that whole bag of like 50, there was one that said, um, Tony, which is my son's name, cheers to 30 years XOXO. Stop it. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, so special. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. I love that angel story because he was showing that he knew that your daughter got the letter and that he was really looking out for your son too. Yeah. Yeah, That is, spirit just amazes me and blows me away all the time. He keeps coming in. Now, you know that he's with you now and he'll be with you and your entire family every moment of the rest of your lives. Um, But 
sometimes when you're just with their energy, they prioritize what people need to know, right? Because it's going to help those people in the moment as much as possible. I feel like this message is both for you and your sister, but maybe for your sister more so because I feel like she's at a point in her life where she's trying to figure things out and she's not exactly sure um, maybe what she wants to do or what her purpose is and maybe is finding hard time understanding and feeling fulfilled in that way. And he keeps saying two things, which is one, she doesn't see how much purpose she's already had. And that purpose isn't just like, Laura is here to do X, Y, and Z. And then that's her purpose for her life. There's purpose in every year. There's purpose in every month, in every week, in every moment, in every lesson. And he said, she's been living it. He said, you and your sister are both very authentic people where there are some people who can try and be what they're not. And there's some people who just wear their heart on their sleeves and their emotions on their sleeves. And he said, both of you are that way in that you can't fake it, right? You just are. Um, And he said, that's it. That is where you get to live the essence of who you are. That is the, the moment where you're just totally being yourself is you living out your purpose. Um, He said that what she connects to more than you do is this fear guy within her egoic mind. Um, And what I mean by that is that when we allow ourselves to get trapped by those negative thoughts, oh my God, I have one purpose. I don't know what it is. I'm never gonna know what it is. I'm never gonna feel fulfilled. What if I get to the other side and I didn't do what I needed to do um, and I'm getting older now? You know, we spiral into these negative thought patterns that can really not only bring us down, but also kind of creates this um, like a water dam, right? It's like an energy dam so that we're not able, we're paralyzed with fear and we're not able to move forward in our lives. And he said, she doesn't get it. And he said, to some extent, you don't get it. He said, if you could be where I am and and fast forward the tape on your life, on her life, and see all of the amazing stuff that's to come. He said, you both are worrying way too much. He said, and it's blocking you from all of this beauty coming in. He said, stop doing that to yourselves. He said, you're never going to have 100%. Okay, this is a lesson that Spirit has been bringing in a lot lately. People look at their lives and they, within their egoic minds, they say, I'm going to take action when I have 100% certainty and confidence that this is the way to go. And he said, would you tell them that nobody gets that? Nobody gets 100%. You get 98%. You get 95%. But if you had 100%, it would take away that free will piece. So when you 
what, what faith is, what trust is, what belief is, is taking action anyway when you do have that 95 to 98% confidence and certainty within, okay? So he said, I needed you to hear this because you're never going to have that 100%. But as soon as you have that 98%, that 95%, he said, run with it. Because that's me coming through to your heart. And he said, I will show you what is in alignment with you vibrationally. You'll feel that 98, that 95%. Does that make sense? No, I don't feel it. I'll know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Now, are you married, Laura? Mm-hmm, I am. Okay. Did he really get along with your husband? Because he's really chummy with him from the other side. And I feel like they <laughs> razz each other a little bit. And um, Oh, funny. Yeah, my husband, he says that he um, receives songs like in his like morning. And he's like, I know it's your brother. I just like, I have this feeling in my heart. And it's just like, some of the songs are just like wild and crazy, but it's just like, it changes his mood. It gets him pumped and like, or he'll just start cracking up. Like, but yeah, he's just like, yeah, he tells me all the time that my brother comes through, gets him songs. Yeah. Here's what your brother needs him to know. It's not just about the songs. It's about becoming present and conscious with the thoughts within your head. So what's happening for you is that as you see these signs from your brother, you're waking up more to this aha moment within. I'm not the thoughts within my head, right? That there's a deeper level of consciousness. You can be the observer of your thoughts. And that's the frequency, the radio station at which spirit comes in and speaks to you through that, right? Like when you were in the car and your brother was saying, it's okay to stop crying. It's okay to, you know, put your grief to the side and go in and be mom, you know, to your kiddo at school and volunteer today. Um, He said, your husband is waking up, but he needs to understand that's what's actually happening. And, And he's coming through a lot within his thoughts. So I want you to tell your husband that when he hears the songs on the radio, He needs to go within and connect with your brother and just ask him a question. Hey, bro, what do you need me to know? Right. And then listen, it's going to come through like his own internal dialogue, but then tell your husband to be silent and just listen for a thought to come flowing in. And that's what your brother is trying to convey message wise for that, that day to your husband. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I almost can't go there because there's just so much pain associated when I tap into your mom's energy and um, your brother's. And he just said, because mom thought that the worst pain in her life was losing dad until she lost me. And she sometimes just doesn't know how to get through each day. And he said, um, the family is her angels right now. Um, And he said, we're working from the other side as much as possible to remove 
that heaviness of grief for her, but he's so proud of you and your sister and your entire family because he said um, the way that you're there supporting her right now is exactly what she needs. And and grief is hard, okay? Like some days you, you don't know how to make another person happy or to give them their joy back or to make them feel happy about life again. And that can last for years after we lose somebody. He said, you don't need to know any of that. He said, you just need to be present with her and you just need to be with her. That's all she needs from you. I keep asking him, like, how can I help mom like navigate this? How can I get her through this? Um, I keep asking him and I just, yeah. Yeah. I want to help her so bad. I want to, I don't know. You want to take it all away. You just want to take it all away so that she doesn't have to feel any of that. And, and that's what he's trying to say is that you can't, but your presence in her life and your sister's presence and the family's presence, she's anchoring into that. And it's giving her the energy that she needs to, um, we never move on but to move forward and just your presence alone, he says, is enough. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. He keeps showing me Christmas this year and that you guys are going to have messages um, in there as well. And uh, there's something with an ornament. So I want you to look at the ornaments at your mom's house because there's something with that too. Yes, but Laura, thank you so much for being here today. Do you have any questions? Oh my gosh, well, <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> but yeah, this was quite a beautiful experience, much better than I imagined. Good, good. Well, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your thank angel you, stories. I love, love, love that you're... you're um, brother's girlfriend showed up with that letter for your daughter and then there really was something for your son as well that he brought through through an angel sign that is just incredible um anybody who's listening we need more angel stories we are out we're going to be recording again starting in um december and in 2022 so if you want to uh record your angel story um definitely hop on over to your email send us an email at juliejancis at gmail.com and we'll get you all scheduled. Thank you so much, Laura. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. You too. Bye. Beautiful souls, did you know that you can book a discovery call with me personally to talk to you about the angel membership, about the angel Reiki school to help you decide which is right for you? If you want to book one of these discovery calls with me, what you can do is go on over to theangelmedium.com, go to the monthly membership tab, And then look at the very top. You're going to see a button that says book a discovery call. Click on that, book your time, and I will meet with you to decide and help you work through which program is right for you. Friends, thank you so much for being here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. What we have next for you is a mini meditation to help you set the tone and the energy for the rest of your day. And don't forget to start each morning with a 31-day angel success formula 
Those are the 31 free episodes that we just aired in January 2022. Thanks again, friends. Now, I hope you enjoy this mini healing meditation. As you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. roots go down far and wide anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself and up through those roots comes this beautiful yummy tingly energy begins to tingle at the tip of your toes I want you to allow this yummy tingly energy to just dance up over your feet around your ankles Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. surrounding the outside of your heart, filling the inside of your heart. Notice how your entire body comes into a gentle state of ease. Allow this energy to move up into the shoulders, into the neck. Feel it as it fills your entire head front to back, side to side, top to bottom. And then feel this energy as it moves through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you feel this yummy tingliness two inches to ten feet or higher above the top of your head. Friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. 
what I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pull, this God energy starts to pull around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth, all plants, all people, all animals, all life on earth. And now notice how your heart, body, air surrounding you, all life here on earth everything, everywhere. Friends, did you notice how your body got more expansive, your energy got more expansive, and you could feel out into your auric field, you could feel out into the energy of the world, into the energy of everything, everywhere. Friends, that is oneness, and you can carry oneness with you in your every day. I don't want you to stop here. I don't want you to open up your eyes. I want you to continue this meditation and to see that surrounding you are angels. You have guardian angels around you. You have cherub angels holding the space open for you to get into oneness at any time. You have archangels working with you in every area of your life. You have loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right 
here right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.